Welcome everyone to the Oave Torah Daf Yomi Shior. Today's Shior will be Daf Kuf Yod Zayin, regardless of what, what the Shior is. And we will begin on the top of Daf Kuf Yod Zayin, Amur Alf. Amur Amur Yohanan. We're discussing uh, certain words and how they're made up. According to the first opinion, is Rebchista. We should really probably make a chart of it, but we're going to go through it. It's a long daf. It's a long daf. We have to just do it in our brain. Rebchista and Rebchista say that the following words, Hallelujah, that you see in Tehillim all the time, uh, the Machloket is, is the word Hallelujah two words? Hallelujah, which would be praise Hashem, or it's Hallelujah, one word, without Hashem's name in it. Hallelujah, a lot of hallelujahs, a lot of praises, but not but not, not necessarily of Hashem. It, it, it would mean in context praising Hashem, but it doesn't have Hashem's name. So if it's two words, it's hallelujah, which is Hashem's name. Or kesya, the pasuk in the end of B'Shalach says, Kiyad al-kesya, milchamal adonai ba'amalek midor dor. And the question over there is as well, is it kesya, the, 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 the kes is the kiseh of Hashem, or is it one word, kesya? Also, by, by uh, where it says by Shimu, in, in Avi Shimuel, it mentions when Shalomo was born, it says that by Shlach Biyad Natan Navi, by Krat Shimo Yididya, they called his name. Yedidya, Ba'avur Hashem. Is it one Yedidya, one word? So, Rav is saying that all of them are one word and they're not holy. And they're not two, not two different words. But we'll soon see what's the difference if it's two or one. Rav Amar, Kisya, Merchavya Achaten. Rav says that Kisya and Merchavya are one. Now, he, we, he didn't say anything about Hallelujah. And he didn't say anything about... Yedidya. Rava Amar, Merchavya Bilvad. He says only Merchavya is one word. But now, since he says Bilvad, so we know that Rabba holds that Haluya, Kisya, and Yedidya are two. Okay? So there's basically four words, but not every rabbi spoke about all four words. Only Rabba said Merchavya alone. Remchista, the name of Yochanan said Haluya and Kisya. And Yedidya, but didn't talk about Merchavya. And Rav spoke about Kisya Merchavya, but didn't talk about Yedidya or, or Yedidya or Hallelujah. Okay? Says the Gemara, Ibailu, want to clarify. Merchavya Rav Chista, Mai. What would Rav Chista, the first rabbi with the three things, what would he say about Merchavya? Which was what, what uh, Rav and Rav were talking about. Morris says, Tiku, we don't know. We couldn't figure that out. It's not, it's un, un, uh, figureoutable from the Gemara. Ibailhu, Yedidya Lirav Mai. What about Rav, who mentions Kisya Merchavya? What would he say about Yedidya? Which Rav Chista mentioned. Says the Gemara, Tashma, I will bring your proof. Tamarav, Rav says, he did in Echel he holds it to the Fikach, he did Chol, the Yakodesh, 
Therefore, the word Yedid, my beloved, is Chol, is not is a non Shem Hashem, and Yah, of course, becomes the Shem Hashem. The difference being whether you're allowed to erase it. If a person had written it in Tehillim in, or or in a Navi Shemuel, if you're writing one with a cloth, uh, can you erase the Yah? If it's one word, then it's not the Shem Hashem, even though uh, the person who made the name Yedidya might have in mind that the person is Yedidya, but the name itself is someone's name, and someone's name could be erased. But had it been two letters, two words, then Yedid is erasable, and Ya becomes not erasable. That's one of the names of Hashem. Ibailu. Hallelujah, my. According to Rav, who spoke about Kisya and Merchavia, what will we do with Hallelujah? Because he didn't say anything, right? Again, Rabba was clear. Rav never mentioned him in Hallelujah. So let's clarify. Tashma, bring a proof to Amarav, Chazina, Latila, Debe, Chavivi. I once saw my, Rav once said that he saw his uncle's handwritten Tehillim. His uncle, Rav Chista, was a big rabbi. He had a handwritten Tehillim. It would say Hallelu on one side of the Tilim and Ya on the other side of the Tilim. So you see that it's two words. Because you never would put Hallelujah on two different sides of the thing if it's not two different words. Right? If you have a Hallelujah, if you have a handwritten Tilim and one line will end with Hallelu and the next line will begin with Ya. And you don't. There's no such thing as hyphenating in a, in a, in a sefer Torah. You can't. You can't write yudke on on uh, on one, or you can't write, uh, let's say bereshit. Bereshit is not a good word. You can't any word. Let's say vayechi. You can't write vav yud on one side of a, a, a on the end of a line, and yud and chet yud on the other side. It has to be all on one on one line. And therefore, if haluyah is on two lines, that means that that he held two words. Okay. He argued My hallelujah, what's hallelujah? Hallelujah. That means praise him with many praises. Hallelujah, according to this, is one word because it's just saying many praises. Who says it's all one word happens to contradict himself as well. Because there's another statement. There are ten languages of praises that I mentioned to Elim. Nitzuach, like Lam Natsayach. Nigun, like Beniginot. Bemaskil, like Maskil David. Bemizmor, like Mizmor David. Beshir, with the word Shir. Okay. Beashre. Betihilah, like Tihilah David. Betifilah, like Tihilah the Moshe. Tihilah the Ani. Like like we saw. So you see, Hallelujah is one of the languages of praise. And Hallelujah is the greatest because it has Shem and Shevach. But we see from over here that. Hold on. That hallelujah is really, even though it's really one word, but he's contradicting himself about what the word means. 
over here before he had said that hallelujah is one word which means many praises. And now he's saying hallelujah means praise Hashem. So it seems like there's a contradiction of Meshubah and Levi in what it means. Okay. I'm Rabbi Yudam Shmuel. Shir B'Torah. Shir B'Torah. Moshe Yisrael Amnu. B'Sha'ashe Alum Yam. The Shir in the Torah, Az Yashir, was Moshe and Bnei Yisrael when they came out of the Yam. Halel Zeh Mi Amnu. The Halel, who said Halel? Which means our Halel that we say in Rosh Chodesh. And we say in Yom Tov, who said it? So the Machloket, who made up Halel? So some say, Nevi'im shebineem tiknu lahem l'Yisrael, she'omrim moto al kol perek u perek, v'al kol tzadah v'tzadah shelo tavo alehem, v'nishkerim olim, v'omrim moto al gilatam. The Nevi'im among the Jews, when they left Mitzrayim, they, they, they organized the, the Halel that we say now, that they should say every holiday, and they should say it every time we get chas we have a problem, and we get saved from it, we should say it. Tanya, we learned in the bright time, would say, They're all said by David HaMelech, Because we see in Tehilim, it says, in the 72nd panic, it says, these are the end of the Tefilot of David, don't finish, don't read it end. Read all these. And therefore, all these are David Melech. But, Halel Zeh, which, our Halel, which is in Perik uh, 113, Mi Amra, who said it? Rabbi Yossi Omer, Elazad Bini Am Omer, he says that my son Elazar says, Moshe. Moshe and the Jews said it when they left the seat. And his friends argue on him. No matter they say, David said it. It makes more sense that that that, that his son Eliezer was is more right than his friends. Why? Is it possible that when the Jews were in the because if David made the Tehillim, made the Halel. That means that till David, nobody had Halel. So it says the rabbi, is it possible that the Jews in the desert shook the Lulavim without Halel? Or they, they, they shechted the Korban Pesach without Halel? Remember we said everyone agreed by the, by the Korban Pesach that when they, when they slaughtered the Korban Pesach, you have to have Halel going on? How could it be? It's like impossible that the Jews were doing the Korban Pesach without Halel. Just quietly slaughtering the Korban Pesach, impossible. Another reason why it can't be David is because during David's time there's something called Pesel Micha, which was an idol that Jews were were used to put their faith in. They didn't pray to it, but they had faith in it. And since Halel says in it, it says in the Halel. That that it's like a curse. Anyone who uh, anyone who trusts in in an idol should end up like an idol. That you're useless and you can't do anything. That's a curse. That 
would not have the generation would not have tolerated the establishment of a of a of a something like this, a curse like that, while Pesamicha was still around. And therefore it must have been an ancient thing that people were doing, because David would never have been able to get away with uh with establish getting everyone to say such a thing. So it must have been ancient, therefore it's more likely that it was from the time of Moshe Rabbeinu and not David Amalek. Ten Rabbanan. All the praises that David said in Tehilim, he said it because of the things that happened to him. Rishur said it because he said it connected to the things that happened to the Jews. Okay? Chachamim say, if they're in Lashon Yachid, then there is his own language. That's for him. Okay. Clear? Is that clear? Mm-hmm. Good. If you say, That's That's about things that's going to happen in the future. Maskil, whenever you see uh, David Maskil or Maskil David, those type of things, the word Maskil implies that David didn't say it out loud. He whispered it to a translator who then said it out loud. That's what Maskil David is a whispering for David to a translator. The David Mizmor, when you see the word David Mizmor, Milamed, that means that first. He had the Shekhinah on him, and then he said the Shekhinah. Mizmor le David, if it comes, if it says Mizmor le David in that situation, right? Milamed, She'amar Shira, that first he started singing, then the Shekhinah came on him, he was able to say the Tehilim. Why? Because, She'en Shekhinah Shoreh, Lo mitoch atzlut, lo mitoch atzvut, lo mitoch sehok, the, the Hashem's spirit rests on a person, not from atzlut, not when a person is lazy or upset or a person is joking around, and not from lightheadedness and not from uh, wasting time. When a person is happy from a mitzvah, so a person is singing to Hashem and you're happy with that mitzvah, that's when the Shekhinah could rest on you. That's why we see the words Mizmor uh, le David indicate that he sang and then and he sang to Hashem and then the Shekhinah came on him. Shneimar, as we see from Melachim by Elisha, they brought him a um, they brought him a singer again, and when they brought him the again, they brought him the singer. That's when the spirit of Hashem rested on him. Uh, Musician act, actually. Okay. Says the Gemara. Om Rabbi Yehuda Amarav. The chen also halacha is, is is important to have simcha. 
Also, if you want to have a good dream, you should go to sleep happy. Andy, is that true? That it's good for Halakha? And his lips aren't aren't um, dripping with bitterness because he's scared of his rabbi. He should end up in Gehinam. The guy's sitting in front of his rabbi and he's not scared of his rabbi. He'll end up in Gehinam. As it says, the lips are roses dripping with more. Don't read them roses. Rather, learners. So the learners have have to be more of more avar, have to pass pass over in bitterness. So you see that you're not supposed to sit in front of your rebbe. So without, you should be very scared. Why are we saying you have to have simcha? not a question. One answer is, oh, when it says you're supposed to be happy, that's the rebbe supposed to be happy. When it says you're supposed to be scared, that's the student. It's supposed to be scared. It's supposed to be bitter. Okay. What? Now there's the opposite. The rabbi's scared and the student's happy. Ibayit Eima, another answer. They're both talking about the rabbi. Vilokash, another question. One's before he starts and one's after he starts. Before he would start talking to the rabbis, he would say a joke. The students would laugh. Afterwards, he would sit very, 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 very in, 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 the, in the, with with fright. And he would start his teaching. So he'd start with a joke, and then after he starts with a joke, he would start teaching in, in in utter seriousness, in order to show the seriousness of the Torah. Okay. And, and I guess that's the best way that it goes through. We learned. Who said the word Halel? That's in Tehillim. We have a bunch of ways over here. Who said it? Now, all the different machlokets over here, it's not clear they're all arguing on each other or adding to each other. Two different but we're going to go through all of them. Could be. It could be talking about what we said before, or it could be, or it could be saying, it could be saying that they're the ones who reestablished it. It's not so clear. We'll, we'll, we'll go through all of them. Halal zemiyamro. So Moshe said it when they stood by the Yamsuf. They said, Hashem, not for us. Do it for your sake. Meshiv Ruach Hakodesh and Ruach Hakodesh answered them. Vamalem, he told them, Lemani, Lemani, Eseh. I will do it for my own name, which is a pasuk in Yeshaya, which is supposedly, which is supposed to be an answer of Hashem to Lolanu. Yes, I will do it for my sake. Lemani, Lemani, Eseh. Now, all the rabbis are agreeing on these pasukim. The question is, who said them? Okay. Yeshua and the Jews said it when the when the Kananim stood to fight against them. said it at the time when they were fighting against Sisra, who of course was the was the great general. 
ומאיזה בן עזריה אומר? חזקיה וסייעתו אמרו, בשעה שלמה נעשה סנחריב. When סנחריב stood up against King Hezkiah, the famous, the king of Ashur, also then, he says that's when it happened. They said, לא לנו לנו, בשבעה שמרו הקודש וכולי. The real coach answered the money, the money I said. Rabbi Kiva, where Rabbi Kiva says, Chanan b'shel al-Zeh amru, kisha she'aman alayhem al-Mukhanetzer al-Rasha, when the Mukhanetzer wanted to throw them into the furnace, they said it. Hem amru lo lanu, u'mashiva roha kodesh, l'mani l'mani yaseh. V'chula. Rabbi Yosei Glili says, Mordechai v'shel amru b'shel she'aman alayhem al-Aman al-Rasha, Mordechai v'shel said it, when Haman stood against them. Hem amru lo lanu, they said lo lanu, And the Baruch HaKodesh answered them, L'mani L'mani Yaseh. Ha'chamim orim, Nevi'im shebineheim, Tiknu lehem l'Yisrael, Shiyomrim, Ha'otan ha'kopere kopere. But the Ha'chamim say, No, the Nevi'im among the Jews, Said it, When the Jews came out of Mitzrayim, That they should say it, any, Every season, Meaning every holiday, Al kol tzalah, V'tzalah shalot ha'vali yom l'Yisrael, And every tzalah that was that, And Shalosh should never come, but if it comes, then Shigalam, when, when we get redeemed, we say this when we get redeemed. Okay? Amar Chista. Hallelujah, Sof Perek. Now, over here, they're having a machloka like this. Sometimes, in between Perekim of Tilim, the Perek will end with Hallelujah and begin with Hallelujah. Sometimes, you'll only have one Hallelujah. Now, in our Tilim, you open them up. It'll say clearly that it's either in the beginning of the one parak or the end of the other. But in the Tehilim that's written with the, with the Sofer, it might not be so clear when they're written straight whether the Haluyah is in the beginning or the end. So the Machloket here is about all the Haluyahs that are singular, not doubled, Haluyah, then are they the end of the parak or are they the beginning of the next parak? Okay? So let's see. Amr Rechista says, Haluyah, Sof Pirka. It's the end of a parak. Rabbi Rav Huna Amar, Haluya Rish Milka. He says, no, it's the beginning of the Perek. Amar Rav Chista, Rav Chista says, Chazina le'el tilim de'be'er Rav Chanan Barav. I saw Rav Chanan Barav's tilim, his uh, tilim that was uh, handwritten by him. Dikhtibu Haluya be'em sepirka. And he wrote Haluya in the middle of a Perek, no, in the middle of the break in between the Perekim. Alam Asafkala. So we see that he wasn't sure, which means he would have this, the, panic number one, then he'd have a space in the middle. And in the middle of the space, he would put the Hallelujah, which means that the rabbi who wrote it put it there because he doesn't know which way it goes, so he put it in the middle. And therefore, that's a sign that we don't know which one it is. Now, says the Gemara, Everyone agrees. Everyone agrees. That the next one is the beginning of a perek. Okay, that's from one forty-five. Rasha. What? Right. Yes. Rasha yirev kash shinav yaharik v'namas ta'avat l'shim toved. That pasuk, that's also the beginning of a perek. And, and it's not the end of the other perek. Okay, so it doesn't, it doesn't end with haluyah. And, haluyah, the haluyah afterwards also 
the end of a perek. Okay, that's in 135. Uh, Kuflam and Hay. Says the Gemara, uh, Rabbis who were, who were experts at Kra, at Pesukim, also add the following to the Machloket. That's uh, Kuf Yud. The one afterwards, for sure, Rosh Perek. Reshit Chokma Yirat Naisecha Tov Lechol Letzehem in in Kuf Yud Aleph. Also, Halabatnei Rosh Perekah. Also, the Halulia after that is also the beginning of a Perek. It's good to look all these up, but we kind of already have it in our Tehilim. We're used to this. We're not used to using Tehilims from a cloth. Let's assume that the Machokin and Rav Chist and Rabbi Baravuna, who those rabbis were really Amoraim, um, okay? It could be that the Machokin about the Haluyah might also be an actual Machokin Tanim too. Because we have our Mishnah. In our Mishnah, we said, We have a Machokin Omer. When you're doing the Halel in the Seder, right? So by the second cup, we say a little bit of Halel. And there's a machloket, how much in? Whether you go one pedic into, into the Halel, or two pedicim into the Halel. Do you remember that? We had a machloket when we did it? Okay. Bet Shammai says, Ad emamim semecha. Or Bet Yedel says, Ad chalamish. Lemay nomayim. Betan, you know, Ad hechon omen, how long do you, do you go? Bet Shammai says, Ad betetitem mesayim. Where you go, Ad lolano shem lolano. What do you see for them? My love, but how come it's he holds that Hallelujah is the beginning of the Perek. He holds that Hallelujah is the end of the Perek. Okay. Says, no. will answer according to his reasoning. Everyone holds the Halya is the end of the Perek. According to one who says it works well. When it says ad, he's saying ad ve ad Because the proof had been, why are you ending Emrim Smicha? Hallelujah should be the last word, right? So he's saying, no, when we said ad, ad, he means including, and therefore it's including those words. You're including Betseti 7 Mesnaim. Let's get this clear. Hold on. We should actually let's actually bring out the the tilim for this one, if we can. Want to grab a tilim? Sorry. Thank you. I thought it was on me. Sorry for my No, it's okay. Um, okay, so let's turn to um, Kuf Yud Dalid. Okay. 
So Beit Shemai says you go till Now the the Kuf Yud Gimel. Is more the, where it starts? That's the, that's the start of Hallel, right? Kuf, everyone turn to Kuf Yud Gimel. Sorry, guys. Page two thirty seven for those who are here. Okay, Kuf Yud Gimel starts Hallel. One second. Wait. Kufi and Gimel starts Halil. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, the Hashem. That's always start. Now, Bet Shemai says you go till B'tseti Sem Mesayim. Now, that's got Hallelujah at the end, right? Seems like he's saying the Hallelujah is soft perek. And Bet Yilel says Lolanu, Lolanu, which is Kuf Tetvav over here, right? That's the next one. So what do you want to say? So you want to prove, let's assume, you see this Tana is saying that Ema Berim Semecha should be the... If you look, the Tana of, this, of the Mishnah said Ema Berim Semecha. Okay? And the other rabbi said, there's two. There's a Mishnah and a Brighter, right? The Brighter says Betzeti Semesayim is the end, and the other one says Emirim Semecha is the end. So it sounds like the argument of whether Hallelujah is the beginning or the end of the Pentek. You see what I'm saying? If you look, if you if you describe it as Emirim Semecha, so it sounds like you're saying that Emirim Semecha is the end of Kufiyu Gimel, and Hallelujah is the beginning of Kufiyu Dalit. That's why you ended with Emirim Semecha. And if you said Betzeti Semesayim, it sounds like Hallelujah is part of Kufiyu Gimel. That's what it sounds like. Not necessarily. Rav Chista will answer his own way. He'll say, Everyone agrees that Hallelujah is the end of the Pentecost of Kufi Gimel over there. Okay? So the one who says fits perfectly fine. Umanda Amar Emir Zikha, the rabbi who the, the rabbi who quoted the Machokam Bachamai Batilel by saying Emir Zibika, he holds Ad the Ad Bikhlal. When he says until Emir Zibika, it means including, Yani including Hallelujah. Okay, so it's not necessarily proof. So why didn't he just so if he means that, why would he say Ad Emir Zibika? He should have said Ad till Hallelujah. So my Khitemidloyad Inan Hey Hallelujah. You might say the reason why he does that is because you don't know which Haliyah he's talking about. Why does he say until Haliyah of Emrah You're right, it's a good question. Okay. Now let's go the other way. Rabbi Barahuna will explain things his way. Everyone really holds Haliyah is the beginning of the Pedic. So the one who says Ad he fits very good because Haliyah is the beginning of the Pedic. Okay, that's why he stops at Emrim Zimcha. But Mande Amad Ad Besetis Emrim the one who says until Besetis Emrim Savad Ad Vilo Ad Bichla. 
He says, you go until Mitzvah Yisrael means not including Mitzvah Yisrael. Okay, that fits good. Why does he say till Hallelujah? That's also a question. Okay. That one didn't go so smooth. Okay, we said in the Mishnah that after you finish saying the story, you end with Geula. Okay? Let's see the, the Berachot. Amar Kiryat Shema Vehalel Gaal Yisrael. When you say Kiryat Shema, you say Gaal Yisrael, past tense. Hashem redeemed the Jews. Titsiluta, when you're in Amidah, you don't say Gaal Yisrael, you say Goel Yisrael, the Redeemer, currently redeeming. Maitama, Didachmenenu. One is a praise and one is a request. So it, during during the, the, the Amidah, we're requesting to be redeemed. And therefore, you say, Goel Yisrael. Okay, that's Rava. Amar of Zerah, of Zerah says, Asher Kedushah, Asher Kedushanu V'Sotah V'Tzivanu, Tetzlotah Kedushanu V'Sotecha. Okay. When you say you say kiddush, you say Asher kedushanu mitzvotav. You you sanctified us. Mitzvotav. When you pray, you say kadeshenu mitzvotecha. On Shabbat we say sanctify us. One is Asher kedushanu. You sanctified past past tense. One is kadeshenu. Sanctify us, please. Same idea. Excuse me. Kadeshenu is <coughs> a request for, for sanctification. Whereas Ashir Kadeshenu, <coughs> excuse me, is a praise that we got sanctified. Says, my Tamad, the Rachmanenu. Amar of Achabar Yaakov. Mitzvah is called Yetzirah Mikadusha Yom. You have to mention Yetzirah Mitzvah in Kedusha, in Kedusha day, why? It says, in order that you remember when we left the day you left the time. It says over there, and therefore, since it says to score, to score, so you have to mention Yitzchak Mitzrayim in the Kedusha Tayom. That's why we mentioned Yitzchak Mitzrayim, even though, even though technically you don't know why it should be there. But technically, Kiddush, you mentioned Yitzhak Mitzrayim because of this Gzera Shema. Normally, you would understand that when a person makes Kiddush, why are you saying Zechel Yitzhak Mitzrayim? What does that have to do with anything? We're, mentioning, we're sanctifying Hashem creating the world. Hashem created the world in six days, Ari, and we mentioned that in Kiddush. So what's the point of mentioning Yitzhak Mitzrayim? Answer is, it's Gzera Shema. Okay. It says, Zachor Yom HaShemat Nekotcho, Leman Tizkor Yom Zetcha Meres Mitzrayim. Says In when you're praying Amidah, you mention Matzmiach Keren Yeshua. You you bring, you make sprout the pride of Hashem saving us. Taftarta, when you say the Haftarah, you say Magen David. Hashem is protecting. 
David or, or shielding David. Right? You don't say matzmiach, you say shielding. Now, the idea of the shielding Shield is just Rashi saying the shield is just talking about uh, the general the, um, king of Machut uh, David uh, that we want Hashem to take care of them, and in the Amidah we 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 have more we're actually praying for something in in, in the Haftarah we're not praying for anything we're mentioning Mag- Hashem is the Magen David in the Amidah we're actually praying that Hashem should rebuild David HaMelech and therefore we say Matzmiach Kedin Yeshua which is a more elaborate way to explain uh, to, to explain what we want Hashem to do for David HaMelech it says that Hashem promises David I'm going to make you a great name like the Gedolim the fact that we say Magen David shows that Hashem has a, that Hashem gave a great name to David HaMelech. Amr Rish Lakish, Rish Lakish says, Right, I, I guess it's similar to Magen Abraham, yes. Amr Rish Shimon Ben Lakish. Hashem promises that I'm going to make you into a great nation. Hashem promised Abraham. Right? V'avarecheke and I'll bless you. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's go to it. When Hashem promised Abraham that you can be a great nation, that's what we're going to say, Elohe Abraham. And I'll bless you. That's what we're going to say, Elohe Yitzchak. And Hashem told, told Yaakov, I'll make your name great. You might think that you should end the first Menachah of the Amina with all of them. You should say, Magen, Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. That's what you should end. But Hashem told them, and you will be the blessing. We're going to end with you, Magen Abraham, and then we're not going to end with Magen Abraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. No. We mentioned it, Abraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, but we don't end with only Abraham, Avinu. Okay. Okay. I saw the old people of Pumpadita, which is one of the towns in, in the towns of, of Babylonia, okay? Bishabta on Shabbat, Ben Bistuta, Ben Mekidusha, both in the Amidah and the Kiddush, they would say Mekadesh Shabbat. The Yom Tov, on Yom Tov, Ben Bistuta, Ben Mekidusha, they would say Mekadesh Shabbat, Zimanim. So I told Anna, I told them, Adra, but the other way around. Titzlota in the Amidah, Ben Bishabta Ben Yom Tov. Whether it's Shabbat Yom Tov, you say Mekadesh Yisrael. Bekidushah the Shabbat Mekadesh Shabbat. Yom Tov Mekadesh Yisrael. So they used to say, again, let's let's review. These elders of Pumadita, both if it was Kiddush or prayer, they say Mekadesh Shabbat. And on Yom Tov, both in 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 Kiddushan prayer, they say Mekadesh Shabbat. But he told them the other way around. In the prayer, all the prayers, all the tefillot should say whether Shabbat or Yom Tov should be Mekadesh Shabbat only. And on Kiddush, it should be Mekadesh Shabbat or Yom Tov Mekadesh Shabbat. Okay. 
So therefore, the difference should be between, according to him, it should be a difference between prayers and kiddushes. Okay. My time. I will tell you my reason, and I will tell you what your reason was. Okay? Your reason, Shabbat, it's here forever, from, from the beginning, whether in prayer, we mentioned Shabbat, Yom Tov, Yom Tov, which only comes from the Jews, because the day of the Yom Tov, is figured out by us figuring out Rosh Chodesh. So we have the power over Yom Tov. Shabbat, we can't decide which day is Shabbat. That's from the sixth day of creation, right? But we, in a way, are deciding what Shabbat is, by right? whether Betin is taking Edim or not. You with me, Ivan? Yep. Okay, we decide when Yom Tov is. And therefore, Because we pick out the months and the years, we decide if it's a leap year or not, and all those things. That's why we mention that's why we throw them in. So we understand why we mention because we're the ones who allow it. You know, sometimes people, you know, hold up the chali. Right? That that according to what we're saying now, that's fit to say when it's uh that's fit, fitting to say when it's Yom Tov. But according to this, not fitting to say when it's uh when it's Shabbat because on Shabbat we didn't make the Shabbat. The Yisrael Vazimanim doesn't seem to fit. Right, because we didn't make the ship. We didn't make it. So why? Why are we the ones who are mentioning it? Good. Oh, thank you. Okay, let's keep going. Oh wow, we're getting long. Let's let's see if we can wrap this up. Good. You know, to say who the cabinet. My reason is the the Amida prayer, which is public. that you do privately, you do in your house. on Shabbat, you say Shabbat. Then you mention Yom Tov it's not true. So we don't have we, don't people pray alone? Don't we also say kiddush publicly? In the old days you used to make kiddush and shul all the time, and therefore he disagrees. He says, You're right, we sometimes do uh kiddush alone, kiddush publicly, but most kiddush is at home and most prayers are public. Ula bar Rav went in front of Rava. Amar Kisabi de Pupadita. He said like the old man of Pupadita. And Rava didn't say anything to him. Alma, we see Hadabe Rava. We see that Rava backtracked from what he said. He came in front of a papa. And he was going to be the Chazan in front of a papa. Amar Kisabi Pupadita. He followed Amida of the elders of Pupadita. 
Vishab Chayra Papa, and Rav Papa praised him. Amar Avina, Ana Ikla Lesura Kamei Marima. I once came to Sura and was in front of Marima, another Amora. Vinachit Kamei Shlucha Tzibura, and the guy went in front and said, Kisavak Mudi like the elders of Pumpadita, Fav Meshteki Lekula Alma, and everyone was trying to keep him quiet. Amalhu Shavku Hilchatak Kisavu Pumpadita. He says, "Be quiet." The halacha follows the elders of Pumbedita. Then they stopped uh, silencing him. So it seems like they're going over here, like the Pumbedita ones. Baruch Adonai. Okay, you good. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.